lectionary passage today comes from the Gospel of John. You know, there's some books of the Bible that come easy to, uh, to, to different people. Uh, John has never been one of those books that came easy to me. I had to wrestle with John for about 20 years, um, and I have the good news now that John and I are now friends, okay? <laughs> Uh, so uh, I, I, with great joy, say to you, listen for the word of the Lord that comes to us from the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, how can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered him, are you a teacher of Israel? And yet you do not understand these things. Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen. Yet you do not receive our testimony. I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe. How can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, God. to Poor Nicodemus. Poor Nicodemus. He only appears at night. He is in the dark. He is the original Nick at night, right? Dark is not just a time of day. It is about a state of being. His outlook it is about his faith. Nick at night, he's in the dark. The other gospels, when they talk about Jesus encountering people, he uses, Jesus uses lots of parables. But in the gospel of John, well, that's the writer here uses more irony. You remember irony? Irony is about the man whose watch kept breaking. So he searched and searched for that perfect watch, and he finally found one that was shockproof, waterproof, scratchproof, childproof, fireproof, bulletproof. He lost it. <laughs> Irony. Irony. The Gospel of John is written with Jesus somehow communicating through smiles and nods and winks. Frederick Beekner says, when Jesus says, blessed is the one who takes no offense in me, what Jesus is really saying is, blessed is the one who gets the joke. Nicodemus, 
Poor Nicodemus. He's so shockproof, fireproof, bulletproof, waterproof. It keeps him in the dark. And he doesn't get the irony, the smile, the nod, the wink that Jesus has given him. Which is ironic because he's a Pharisee, which is a shorthand way of saying he's supposed to be one of the smart guys in the room, like a, like a rocket scientist or a Presbyterian, right? Clearly, he has the capacity for complex thought, but he's also an undercover Christian. He's trying to finesse his way in his faith to fit into the categories he already knows, to still be acceptable in the polite religious society to which he is born. And so he calls Jesus rabbi, teacher. Teacher, teach me some new things. Teach me some some answers to the test. I've got some complex stuff. I just don't get it. But you just give me the answers and I'll be okay. He says, Jesus, you are are my guy. You you give us uh, good signs. You know, a sign is like a one-to-one correspondence. A stop sign means stop. It's not a metaphor for life. It means stop. A green light means go. A 25 miles per hour sign means 30. We all know the drill, right? We know how life works and what these signs mean, and, and, and we want to get the answers so we can master life. Jesus, teach me the test so I know the answers and can give the right, uh, the right responses and still fit in with my friends and live life as I've always pretty much lived it. Jesus' response makes you realize it's not about having the, the answers. He says, Nicodemus, all you have to do is to be born from above. That phrase there, born from above, also means born anew, born in the spirit. Do you see Jesus smile and wink and nod there? That that phrase, born again, is a phrase around 1976. It changed in our culture, and it started to mean the exact opposite of what Jesus meant it to mean. It's not something that makes you fit in with the categories. It's about being born anew, being born from the Spirit, about a new life. Nicodemus just doesn't get it. He has some prefabricated categories, some preconceived notions. He's already in his mind set the terms of the discussion. And Jesus changes the whole paradigm for the debate. It's not about having the answers. It's about seeing, Jesus says. It's about a new way of seeing. He gives a smile, a nod, and a wink. Nicodemus just doesn't get it. They go back and forth with each other, back and forth. This story kind of reminds me of a good man, I mean a good man that I used to know, who whenever he heard something new, he would turn to the person next to him and say, well, my daddy never told me that, did yours? And when they said, no, their daddy never told him that, that was the end of the debate. There was no getting through. Nicodemus has this stop sign that comes out every time he comes to be confronted with something new. He has this sense of faith that is static. But the whole of the Gospel of John is not about a static answer, 
we, we have people who talk about the way, okay? Jesus being the way. But it's never about the way. It's about the way, the truth, the life, the light, the gate that's swinging, the door that's opening, the vine that's growing. It's this dynamic sense of, of faith that's going on there. It is this, it is this paradigm shift of, of, of life that, that Nicodemus just doesn't hear. You can see pictures of this in, in the Old Testament uh, that, that give you something of this idea of what's going on. It's like when David brought the ark back to Jerusalem. David is so thrilled with what has happened. The Ark of the Covenant, the Holy of Holies, is being brought back to the people of God. And as he processes in, he's so excited, he, he rips off his clothes. He's dancing down the street. The king in his underwear, so celebrating what's going on here. And his wife looks at him from her balcony and just sniffs that he's not being very kingly. Well, she's looking at the Ark David's looking at what is shining through the ark, the word of God, the presence of God. Poor Bathsheba, she just doesn't get it either. But David, David sees it and he just can't stop dancing. You see, Jesus here is trying to help Nicodemus come to understand this new celebration of what life and faith is about. Karl Barth, the great theologian, talks about this in terms of a window, and I like that imagery. He says, there's a whole lot of people who look at the window. They can see the fly specks on the window, the streaks that the, the window washer missed, uh, the, the, the crack uh, that came from that errant snowball that, that crashed into the window. They look at the window, but the point is not looking at the window. It's looking through the window. That's what Jesus is pointing to. That's what the scripture is pointing to. Pointing through, and there's all these people for us on the other side of the window, then we can see them on the outside if we allow ourselves to stop looking at the window and looking through, and we see them looking up and pointing. And we can come to, 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 to try to grasp what it is that they're seeing. So you've got John the Baptist who's, who's outside the window saying, turn around. And you've got Paul who says, it's like I was blind and all of a sudden I could see. You've got the disciples saying, it's like we were fishing and catching nothing all night long. And we hear the voice of Jesus to try the other side, to try it a different way, to live a new life. And all of a sudden we put our nets down and it was this forest gump moment when our nets were overflowing with the fish. Luke says it's, it's like all of a sudden being able to communicate in every language on earth. John the Evangelist, who says, it's like, it's like we were all in the dark, and all of a sudden, someone turns on the lights in the whole world. Jesus says to Nicodemus, you've got to be born again, born anew, born from above. None of those phrases alone captures it because it's a dynamic idea that Jesus is communicating there. The point is to not test your belief with some sort of formula that you, you can put in. It's that God gives us all these new beginnings. All of us are given by God this opportunity for new birth. 
And when a baby opens its eyes, it opens them to a whole new world. That's what faith is about. God giving us new birth that reorients us to God. Now, God is not someone we believe in. God is someone upon whom we are dependent, like a baby. Someone who, whom we trust. Someone who we respond to with a sense of gratitude and joy. Someone to whom we come to grow and realize our obligation to see the possibilities that they help us to have and the direction that we can be given. All these ways of coming to experience God anew, not just to think about a few answers of faith. It's about becoming children of God, born anew, born anew into this family of God, this family of God, like this marvelous Kirk in the Hills. We join, and when we join, we have a statement of what we believe, but then we discover what it's really about. It's, it's that we're born into this community, and all of a sudden we come to, to encounter these other people, not as simply, not as simply uh, folks who live in the same zip code or, or in city, but, but people who become brothers and sisters. And there is this new relationship that we have because we have come together and see each other through eyes of faith. And then we grow and we come to discover that, that in, this, in this community of faith, we have the power to save lives because we can feed the hungry. We have the power to, to give hope because, because we have that music implanted in our souls that we share with others. We have, we have the, the ability to, to bear one another's burdens in the most difficult times in life uh, by by, by caring for one another and the, the Stephen ministers and the, and the deacons help us to, to, to know that there are always people out there that we can turn to. There are so many different ways that we come to a sense, a new sense of self in the community of Christ that we have been given. Miroslav Volf says the original creation was created out of nothing, but the new creation of Christ was created out of us. The new creation of Christ was created out of us because we keep on becoming new in the presence of Christ. A long time ago, I had the, the um, great uh, joy of, of taking a class um, at the Jesuit School of Theology in Chicago. Uh, it was a semester-long class uh, on Christology, what Jesus means. It was taught not by one teacher or two, but by three different professors. One was an historian, one was a New Testament scholar, one was a theologian. And we were talking about Jesus for this whole semester, and it was so marvelous to hear each of them bringing their perspective and their, their resources and, and, and what they'd seen about Jesus. And uh, it, was, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. I still was, was shaped by that, still am shaped by that. But one of the pieces I remember most of all was one of the professors had a student who kept on trying to push him into a theological box. The student kept saying to the professor, but are you born again? But are you born again? And finally, the professor gently replied, well, of course I am, every day, every day. 
That's that sense of what Jesus is getting at that Nicodemus just can't grasp. Every day we experience the newness of this God who is always new in Jesus Christ, who is pointing, saying, don't look at the window, look through the window. Look at the light that shines through the window. Look at what is going on in the life of these people who are windows to God. Not born again once, but every day, every day, time after time. And blessed is the one who comes to understand this idea that Jesus gives to us, Jesus gives to us, to be born again and again. Blessed is the one who gets the joke. Blessed is the one who receives the joy. Blessed is the one who can see and dance for joy. We are born anew, born again, born from above. That is our gift in the dynamic presence of God. And by the way, I think Jesus, I think Jesus just winked at us and smiled. Amen.